We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't know. I think you could say the mayor um, dropped the bomb on city employees yesterday. I think you could. Only because um, I don't know if they expected a mandate. However, comma, all around them, all the universities and the biggest businesses are all mandating the vaccine. But knowing the inside info on this has been particularly frustrating within the the police department where, to this date, only 60%, roughly, are vaccine. And you know how I feel about this. Ah, man. These guys. They're my favorite people on earth. I'm just telling you that. I sat on my couch last night fighting with a big shot within the police department. Because I support the mandate. Let me read some of his. uh, Let me read. And I got to get to my man. uh, So here we go. Um, It's our choice. Freedom of choice. We have the choice. We'll walk off the job. I'm just, I'm just telling you that on the streets, he says stuff like, so why don't we force everyone, including religious exemptions, in the Amish, close the borders, shoot on sight. He's exaggerating to make a point. It's called freedom. We have a choice. We will stop policing to protest. Whoa. It's going to happen. All this last night. Vaccine mandate. They have until December to get vaccinated. 22nd. Bob Schwartzwalder, union president, joining me. Bob, how are you, man? Good morning, Marty. Thanks for having me. Can you hear me okay? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, prefaces by saying, I go way back with Bob. There is no one, no one who does more research. There is no one more honest and there's no one more available. So the vaccine mandate by December 22nd, your rank and file are hacked off about this. That's safe to say, right? Well, it's just not just the police, Marty, the firefighters and other city employees as well. But I represent the police, so I'll give you our our position if you'd like to hear it. Please, sir. Please. Okay, so this is a mandatory subject of collective bargaining because what it is, and I'll try not to be too fancy with the legal terms, this is a unilateral change of working conditions. In other words, a cop is hired. They go through a plethora of tests and exams and uh, background investigations uh, and a bunch of other things, okay? Now, in the middle of these, in the middle of this pandemic, after our officers work through the pandemic, we're not allowed to stay at home. We're on the front lines, out there doing all the civil disturbances and so on. We've now implemented a unilateral change in the working conditions, saying we appreciate what you did for us last year, but now you're going to get the vaccine or you'll be fired by Christmas time. And why, why the big rush now? During all the protests and so on, 
Nobody cared about that. I know the vaccine wasn't available then. The vaccine's been available since the beginning of the year. And now all of a sudden, the day before election, now we're going to issue a mandate because that's what's going on today. We're having an election right now. We're going to have a mandate and we're telling our officers, if you don't get it, you're fired. Hey, Bob, so people understand the semantics of this. And Bob is the best at it. You're talking about Act 111, are you not, sir? That's correct. Act 111 is a statute that governs police and fire, mandatory subjects of collective bargaining, because that is the deal that the citizens made with the government in 1967. This law has been around for over 50 years, and the deal is we cannot strike, but we do have the absolute right to collectively bargain over our working conditions. And the city is ignoring it. That's what happened in Chicago. That's where that judge just came in with an order, Judge Mitchell. It's an excellent order. I just read it. And I believe that's exactly what's going to happen here. He delayed the um, mandate is what he did. Correct. Right. Because they have the right to bargain over it. Because here's the problem, Marty. What are you going to do? And I'm going to ask this rhetorically. Yeah, yeah. And you, uh, what are you going to do if an officer is medically prohibited from receiving the vaccine? In other words, let's just say there's a legitimate, and we don't know all this information right. yet, and neither right. does the FDA and neither does the CDC. But what do you do with that officer? Do you put him on workers' comp while well, he can't perform his duties or she can't perform her duties now? Or who's going to compensate if something goes wrong with the vaccine? Because remember, the vaccine manufacturers are liability free through 2024. Is the department going in the city and its citizens going to say we're going to compensate you for any serious adverse effects that occur to you? By this mandate. By the way, so people know this, this is Bob Schwartzwell, the union president. Bob is vaccinated and you're pro-vax. You're not an anti-vaxxer. This has nothing to do with that, does it, sir? That's correct, Marty. I'm vaccinated all the way up through the booster, but I made a choice, though, Marty. Right. See, nobody had to hold my hand or drag me, just like any other medical procedure. I went and got a physical two weeks ago. The city doesn't mandate physical fitness standards. The city does not mandate annual physicals. They don't mandate any of that. But now all of a sudden you're going to turn around and when you don't even mandate physical fitness standards or anything like that or bargain over those, you're going to say, but you will take a needle in the arm without bargaining. And, and that's what the officers are talking about. Here. They're not talking about just raw freedom. They're saying, well, who's going to protect me and my family if something goes south? And that's the FOP's position here. That's why we believe in vaccines, but it's something you need to conduct, contact your PCP about and have a legitimate discussion about whether or not you should be receiving it and whether or not you're even capable of receiving it. So, so people know this. I've been told, and you tell me if this is accurate, your phone's blowing up with guys so angry about this mandate. Is that accurate, sir? <laughs> right? Not you just, chuckle. Not, yep. I'm just sorry, Morty. I, I chuckle. Not just from, from my members, but from the media as well. Right. Well, the media wants this statement. I'm sorry I, I, I laughed there for a minute. But yes, my... My phone blows up, uh, has been blowing up for the last two days. You're correct. And, and officers are enraged about this. In fact, they're telling me they'll quit first. You're hearing that too, aren't you, sir? Well, I have 257 that can walk tomorrow morning. They're eligible for retirement. And one thing you got to remember about my millennial cops, they'll go get a new job. They don't care. By the way, I've seen this in healthcare. It's ironic that he should say this. It's also so spot on. So the old school folks, the old school doctors and nurses, like, I'm in, man. Burn the house down. I'm staying inside to fight the fire. The youngins are saying, to hell with you. I'm out. Right, Bob? Right? You're right, and they will do it because I've watched them do it. Because remember, (laughs) for probably five of my last seven years, 
My resignations have outpaced my retirements in five of my last seven years. What about so what, what about the what about the implication of a work stoppage, sir? Even though that's illegal. That's illegal. That's illegal, and I'm going to make that very clear right now as a union president. That is unlawful. That's a violation of Act 111. That is an unfair labor practice against the union. I do not endorse any type of work stoppage whatsoever, nor will I endorse that privately or publicly. It is a violation of the law. Hey, Bob, can you hang on? Can you hang? Sure. Excellent. Got a lot more to get to, including, and he knows this, one of his friends could die today from COVID. Today. Bob knows this. uh, Courts across the country, including the U.S. Supreme Court, have, in many cases, uh, shot down the litigation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, that are The litigation from law enforcement folks, from medical workers, lawsuits saying they won't get vaccinated, saying the mandate is illegal. Up to the U.S. Supreme Court in Maine said, uh-uh, go back to work or get fired. Get the vaccine or get fired. Um, nothing yet in Pennsylvania. Bob Schwartzwalder, Union President, joining me. Bob, I don't want to talk for you, but I, I'm guessing, based on what you're saying, you will litigate this. You will go to court, sir. That's correct, Marty. We're evaluating with our attorneys right now. But here's the difference when you talk about those other states. Their labor laws may not be as strong, and they may not have a statute as strong as Act 111. A lot of those states are right-to-work states. They are not collective bargaining states. So when you look at, like, Illinois, that's a collective bargaining state. You look at Pennsylvania, that's a collective bargaining state with very strong labor laws. And remember what our argument is. You've got to bargain over the uh, working conditions that you're unilaterally changing. And in this instance, mandating a medical procedure is definitely a change of working conditions, you know, and, and with extreme potentially dangerous consequences for some. I'm not saying for a lot because... Like you put at the outset in your introductory dialogue, you know, I am vaccinated through the booster. But the point is I made my own choice. I'm a grown man, and I make my own choices in this world. My job as a union president is to make sure that my membership has adequate and excellent health care benefits. It's their decision how they use them. And the question then becomes, what if the, what if the narrative was this way, Marty? And you're a bright guy, and you like to dig into arguments. Yes, I what am. Narrative... All right, you ready for this? Always. <laughs> So, so what if I did this, Marty? What if the argument was this? You ready? Yes, sir. What the government's mandate was you're not allowed to get it. Now what do you do? What if the narrative was going in that direction? You're not permitted to get the vaccine. You're saying, well, wait a minute, I want to get the vaccine. It'll help me. Well, if you don't, if you go and get that vaccine, we're going to fire you. Yeah. What if the argument was that way? Uh, kind of silly narrative. I I like you're my man and all, but... Here's my issue with it. And you, 
It, it, let no. me say this because we're friends. We go way back, and uh, yep. I had yep. a big fight with one of your guys last night, and we're still friends, but it is what it is. So um, yep. here's my deal, and you know this, man. You have already been to two funerals of friends of yours, friends. Yep. And, and you know this without naming anyone. Another friend of yours will probably die today. He's on life support, right? That's accurate, yes. I don't know, because I know you, man. You're a big, big-hearted SOB. You are very tied emotionally to passion and compassion. You just are, man. I don't get how someone like you, with those sorts of passions, can watch friends die and not make them get vaccinated to save their lives. I don't get it. You know where I'm coming from. Well, Marty, I have friends of mine that have died because they've been shot by gunfire. and They still strap on their vest and wear their gun belts and go out into the field every day. I have military friends of mine that have been killed either in parachute accidents or in combat, and, and they've, done this, they've taken the same risks. My point here is, is this. You have a government, a political subdivision, which is not a sovereign government, going to now dictate... Okay, political subdivision is not the sovereign government, it's the state. Right, you know, right. The legislatures make these laws and the governors. Okay, so, so the point becomes, the point becomes, he, and I hope somebody's trying to buzz me on my yeah. phone, so I hope I'm sorry. interfering. I'm sorry. So we'll just work through it. But yeah. my, my point here, my, the officers that I represent have labor rights. Right. You're unilaterally, you're unilaterally making a condition uh, to their conditions without bargaining and telling them what the ramifications are and we don't even know what the ramifications are if someone can't even get the vaccine what if they're if they medically can't get it marty what if they can't what do you do with that officer or that group of officers that can't through their pcp medically documented evidence can't get it because remember all this stuff is still emergency authorized use and then what happens if three five seven ten years down the road there are adverse effects who's covering that Who's covering that officer with three years on a job that now has a problem at year 10 or a woman that wants to have a child and maybe it makes them infertile? And I'm not saying any of this is accurate. I, I, you know, there's too much unknowns out there. My point is it needs to be addressed. And that's what we're addressing here. And for the city to just unilaterally implement this without dealing with these situations, hey, look, if the city's saying that, why didn't they put that into policy? Hey, Bob, they said, hey, you, you think it's a low blow by the mayor as he heads out the door? Well, I, I think the timing is questionable yeah. at, at a minimum. I get it. I mean, we have two mayoral candidates running today, and yep. I don't like to get into the political discussions. Yep. But they should have been allowed to have their own day in the sun. They could have dropped this on Wednesday. No, I get it. Or they could have dropped this on Thursday. I get it. Why, why, why all of a sudden you got to drop it on November 1st? No, I get it. Hey, man, uh, Bob, you've always been straight shooter, man. Um, I wish you the best of luck with this, and you got to do what you got to do. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Marty. Thanks for having me and covering the story. Stay tuned. My man. Uh, Ma'am, no one's turned out so far. Anthony, hang in there if you're listening. I got to get to Anthony, but folks aren't voting. It's, it's kind of shameful. And you got judges. You have judges that being elected today that could change your life. Seriously. You, I don't care if it's a murder case, burglary case, uh, estate case, child custody case, divorce case. It's happening today. And you're not voting. 80% of you are going to sit on your hands. It's annoying, man. It's annoying. And I had to grab uh, one of the candidates, the best candidate for judge out there, Chuck Porter. You hear me? The best 
candidate for judge out there, Chuck Porter. One more time. The best candidate for judge out there, Chuck Porter. Porter. Write it down. Chuck Porter. Anyway, he joins me. Good morning, Chuck. Morning, Marty. Hey, man. You've dedicated your life uh, to being an amazing defense attorney. I've seen it. I've watched it. It has to be a bit confounding that people don't vote, sir. They don't turn out. has to be. It's uh, it's sad. The turnout seems to be really light this morning. And you know, as, as Americans, we this is one of the things that we need to do as citizens. Our great country, what we have here, one of the things is we have the right to vote. We have the right to get people in the offices and the positions of importance that could help make our country even better. And, and I think it's extremely important that people vote. And I'm hoping people, more people will come out hopefully after work today. Well, you know, what's amazing, Chuck, is the significance, man, of the race you're in. I mean, seriously, people aren't voting for judges? Chuck, tell these folks how important this job is, sir, what it means. Well, you know, one of the interesting things in running for this job is, is a lot of people don't know what common police court judges do. And what I tell them is, imagine your child's away at college and they get into a fight and they're charged with a crime, uh, or you have a bad uh, accident with a doctor, you, you're injured by a doctor and you have to go to court, or you're fighting over who should have your kids in a custody battle. Uh, and, and I tell people, would you want to go into a courtroom where the person who is going to make decisions is learning on the fly? Or would you want someone there who you could have a comfort level with, has done this work, has experience, has some competence, is respected by their peers? And, and it's extremely important that people do vote because uh, these are important positions. These are important decisions that are being made. And, uh, I mean, I know when I go to court, I sure as heck hope that the judge understands what I'm arguing on behalf of my client. Right on. And I hope I'm going to get a level playing field because, you know, that doesn't always happen, sadly. And, and you, you need people ready, willing, and able to do this fairly and treat people fairly. It's so important that people vote today. Chuck, uh, I'm serious. You're the best out there. I'm hoping people listen. I hope they show up. And good luck to you today, Chuck Porter. I appreciate it, Marty. You know, what I tell people is, you know, we have people saying vote for a slate. And, and you know what I say? If you go to court, you're not going to have a slate deciding your case. You're going to have one judge deciding your case. So it doesn't make sense to vote for a slate. It makes sense to vote for individuals who can do the job and do it well. Well, my man, it can't be, oh, I know that name. Yeah, I've seen her on TV. Okay, but she's never been a judge. Right? Right? Well, I, I think people need to do their homework. That's and right. Learn about who is there and learn about what makes these people tick. You know, what have they done in their career? What kind of cases have they been involved in? Have they tried cases? Have they been in jury trials? That's right. And, and if, if you don't do the work and you just vote for names, then I think it's, it, it doesn't do justice to what we're trying to accomplish. It's scary. Chuck Porter, the man... Go get him, Chuck. Thanks for caring. Thanks for your dedication, sir. Thanks, Marty. I appreciate it. Have He's the best candidate out there. Chuck Porter. Write it down. Chuck Porter. Or just think Porterhouse Steak, okay? The best candidate out there. Chuck Porter. Judge. Had to grab Anthony. 
Anthony, thanks for hanging in there, man. Jump in on this vaccine mandate, sir. Hey, let, let's hope that a lot of those folks who didn't go out today mailed their votes in. So maybe we'll get more mail in than, than, than uh, show ups. Fitz That's said yesterday about 110,000, which isn't a lot. But anyway. No, it's not. Unfortunately. Hey, look, uh, the union has a point. Yeah. Uh, the mayor here in Pittsburgh and the mayor in New York, who are lame duck at this point, should have allowed the new mayor to make this this, this harsh decision because, right. let's be clear, the workforce, we're having a trouble with our workforce as it is. We can't afford, in the name of public safety, to start losing people because of this mandate. I mean, well, it was, kind of a, it was kind of a backdoor move by the mayor on his way out the door. Yeah, well, but if, 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 if Bob's a smart guy, he knows that around the country, the unions are losing everywhere these court cases they that are. bring up about a mandate for the vaccine. They are. Uh, not only unions, but colleges and universities. and I mean, they're, they're losing. And it's because it's a public health issue. True. And if, you know, if they shut the whole country down because of public health, then they can, they can force you to take a vaccine that the statistics are saying is far more effective at helping you than hurting you. Anthony, you're an old school Union guy, old school uh, Black Panther rep, what I call a true insider. Are you buying or selling the mandate idea, sir? Oh, I'm so, I'm 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 buying the mandate idea because of the of the ramification of public health. I've had right. too many people who were close to me who had this this mindset that they weren't going to take a vaccine and they're dead. So, I mean, that's all that's all the information I need. And I took the vaccine, and I'm doing very well. And Anthony, and I was reluctant. Remember, and I've been fighting I'm with not, cops about this. They say it's their personal choice. It's not their personal choice to spread it to citizens that they pull over or engage with every day. It's not. Oh, it's not. Look, this isn't the vaccine for shingles. Right? If you right. want to take care of that choice, but this is a vaccine that we all know has saved a lot of lives, more so than we can count, and that's a wonderful thing. But, but you also a, understand where they're coming from with the litigation, right? I mean, no, because it's going to cost them money and they're going to lose because you, 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 look, at, you look around the country and you're losing. True. So, no, but what I would tell them, here's what the mayor should have done. He says, okay, here's what we're going to do. We don't want to afford to keep losing people. But, but if you are taking this on a principal matter, then, okay, we'll do it, but you're going to wear a mask and you're going to pay for the test because you're going to be tested every day. Right. are not going to pay for your test because we have another option, which is a vaccine. Which is free. By so the way, um, take- I had a chance to talk to your son, Javon, the other day. and Just like the old man, all class, perfect gentleman, unbelievable family man. Just love them, man. Love them. Love well, them. I appreciate it. Hey, Marty, yeah. you be safe, man. Yeah, man. I hope you voted. I, no, I will t- this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, the polls all are right. dead. Bye. Unfortunately, the polls are dead. Chuck Porter. Vote Chuck Porter. All right, look, I got to get to um, something. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sitting there watching this video from this hockey game, and I'm hearing this chant. And I, my God, I, I really wanted to grab someone by the throat. I wouldn't. But man, this is something. Man, this is a new low in terms of fans and how they treat someone and. I got to bring Mike White into this. He's the best a high school reporter in America. No debate. 
And I'm guessing Mike is just as offended by this as I was. And I read his piece this morning in the PG, and it's spot on. Mike is kind enough to join us. Hey, man, how are you? Okay, Marty, how are you? This is, uh, man, for someone like you who's seen it all twice, I always say that, Mike. This is a new low, isn't it, brother? Yeah, it really is, Marty, uh, to be honest. Uh, you know, I was supposed to be partial as a reporter and reported the story, but, yeah. you know, I've never seen anything like it. But, the, you know, Man. and it's usually when things like this happen, it's you go like it's parents. You never, you never know what parents are going to do. Uh, and here it's students. And, um, you know, the videos are out there. We chose not to put them, sure. embed them in the story sure. or chose not to say what they were. But, uh, I mean, a few of the chants were really bad. One of them was just oh god deplorable oh god um and 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 those kids um you know hey i had kids that grew up three sons and right. sometimes they do things that aren't too smart right. this was really really idiotic and really deplorable um hey mike lay out for folks what, what happens so a stranger to this knows what's up okay there was a game last week between Mars and Armstrong, and in a nutshell, Mars has a female goalie. It's her fifth game that she played, and in the game, uh, Armstrong had a student section estimated between 50 and 60 people, mostly that I saw, and according to people there, boys, um, and, you know, I looking at things and what I've been told, some athletes were in that student section, and they were making chance during the game more than once uh, a, a number of times that were uh, sexually explicit. Oh, um, I don't really need to go into what they were. Mike, it was loud, man. Loud. Yeah, you can hear them. They're, they're online. They're on social media. They're on Facebook. You can hear them. Um, one of them was, it was, it was, it was you know, it, uh, it was deplorable. The poor girl, and, um, the poor girl cried. According to your piece, cried. According to the coach, he, he told me after the second period she was in tears. Now, she was in tears because I supposedly for that and also because she was upset because she gave up some goals. And nobody really did anything. There was two security guards there. They didn't stop them. Um, and there were, you know, there. see, Marty, the problem is with this, with high school hockey, it's not a, it's not a school-sponsored sport. So the PIAA or, 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 and WPL do not sponsor Schools do not sponsor it. It's a club sport. Therefore, you have at hockey games, you know, you have football, basketball, baseball games. Someone from the school, athletic director, a representative. I mean, I coach ninth grade basketball. There's a person uh, from the school at every one of our games that's just watching over things. Might be a teacher, might be. But at these games, you know, there's not school personnel there to watch things or to chaperone. So, but there were security guards that were hired by the arena. Two of them were there, um, and nothing was done. Um, Mike, where, where, where is Armstrong? I apologize for being a dummy. Where is Armstrong? Armstrong is in Catani. I see. Um, Marty, it is a, uh, a merger a few years ago of Ford City and Catani High Schools, and there was a few other districts that were involved in that out there. Uh, but Ford City and Catani merged to form Armstrong. I would say it's only about... Oh, six years old, maybe. Uh, hey, Mike. Seven years old. I'm, tell and, I'm telling you yeah. right now, if that happened in Central Catholic when I was there, they would have thrown us out of school. They would have expelled us. Seriously. 
Well, there's a big question, Marty. Well, the PIHL is meeting tomorrow night to discuss how long the ban of students. They are not allowed to go to any hockey games as of right now. Mm-hmm. How long that ban will last? Um, talking to the Armstrong principal, uh, Kirk Lonigan, who I think has been uh, should be commended in his stance on this, um, his comments on this. He said this shouldn't happen to anywhere, to anyone, anywhere in the United States of America. Uh, and he's right on it. And, right. and what, will there be more disciplinary action against the students? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the school can will release that. Yeah. Um, there were athletes there. I know that. Man. Armstrong has a WPAL football playoff game this Friday. Oh. Not saying anything will happen or should happen, but that is one of the questions. Will there be more disciplinary action? We will just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see whether the school will release it. Mike White, the best in the country, uh, just absolutely talented and, and the, the best insider I've ever met in Stop this it, area. You are, man, and it's it's shocking stuff. Thanks, brother. Thank you. All right. You take care. Man. Uh, top of the next hour, we will play the edited, bleeped out. you got to hear this chant. Edited, bleeped out. Edited, bleeped out. We don't want to offend anyone, but you got to kind of hear it to understand the vulgarity. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.